You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Live from the Bird's Nest Dugout Studios, this is Locked On Cardinals. I'm your host, Moose Michaels. Hopefully everybody's having a good uh, start to the work week out there. Tuesday, it is September the 10th, 2019. Tomorrow, our 103rd episode will also mark my 35th birthday. It's kind of funny. I never, ever, ever thought I'd ever make it to 35, but here we are. Or as my uh, stepfather used to say, You don't know until you get there, which I suppose is true. A lot going on on today's show. Of course, the Cardinals had the day off last night. We're going to preview the start of the Rockies series in our first part of our first segment. We're also going to be talking about what a Jack Flaherty extension might look like. Touch on his Cy Young chances as well. Of course, we've got the three big things. Our second segment... We do have a voicemail line. The number is 615-499-6690. 615-499-6690. Got a call from a listener in Roanoke, Virginia we are uh, going to be listening to. We had a few questions and we'll do our part to answer them. Because that's what we do here on Lockdown Cardinals. Uh, Big thanks to... Postmates and Blue Chew for uh, sponsoring today's show. I think they're sponsoring it all week, as a matter of fact. And, uh, yeah, so pretty good stuff. How's everybody else's uh, world going? We uh, get to take the uh, little boy for some blood work a little bit later on today. And uh, that'll be fun. If you ever had to uh, try to extract blood from a one-year-old, it is a challenge. Uh, and not, not one I would recommend for anybody. So uh, let's see. What else is going on, too? I mean, it, on these off days, it's kind of weird, you know. They're not, there's not a game to talk about or anything else. Uh, at the time of this recording, the Cubs and Padres were just getting started. So don't know, at least at the moment as you're listening to this or as I'm recording this, if the Cardinals are going to be four games up or five games up uh, by the time this gets distributed to everybody else. Uh, again, this is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's uh, get rolling with the three big things. Number one. Cardinals uh, kick off a series against the Rockies as the season begins to wind down. We'll have a, quite a game ahead of us. It's always an adventure when Michael Watka takes the mound. 498 ERA, 96 strikeouts. That last time he was out, I was only on three days rest. He only pitched two innings. It wasn't ideal. He'll be on normal rest against the Rockies, but he still doesn't pitch good against them. That ERA north of five through five starts against the uh, against the Rockies. Now, Chichi Gonzalez is going to be starting for uh, the Rockies. And <laughs> if there was a pitcher who's technically kind of worse than Michael Watkins, it might be this guy. He's got a 7.29 ERA. He's They've lost all of his starts. But he has had a couple of quality starts in the past four outings, so uh, there is that. He did have a two-run, six-and-a-third-inning effort against the Dodgers last time out. Number two. 
Uh, so something else to keep in mind is it, this race is starting to get a little bit closer. The Cardinals do currently enjoy their biggest lead of the season. But it's going to be time to do some scoreboard watching as uh, the Cardinals still have to continue to win on the rest of the way out. They have to at least try to play 500 ball, by my estimation. Number three. Because even though I read you that stat yesterday that said the Cubs up at the play 700 ball, if the Cardinals go something crazy like 9 and 10 or whatever it was, there's, I mean, they could go quite a bit better depending on how things go. They just called up their top prospect. So uh, the Cardinals not out of the woods just yet, though we're not far from being out of the woods. Uh, the Cubs definitely have their work cut out for them, and uh, you know they don't play especially well on the road. And the Cardinals, uh, well, they, they're still in this uh, series of, uh, I don't want to call them gimme games, but the competition hasn't been exactly stiff over the last few series. Now, when you get done with this Rocky series, uh, we will be taking a look at the Nationals. And that's where the final four series of the season come into play. And things, they don't necessarily get tougher, but they do get a little more serious, I suppose we should say. You know, the Rockies are out of it. They're in the basement. They don't care. Well, I'm not going to say they don't care, but they're not playing for anything. Um. The Cardinals absolutely playing for something. And I still don't understand why starting Michael Wanka seems like like the best thing to do. Um, I don't know why we're not trying out other pitchers right here in this spot because normally you say, no, you know, you're trying to win games, go with the guy you know. And it's not the, and, and, and that's typically true, but we know Michael Wanka and we know that Michael Wanka is not a good pitcher. He's not. He he was in 2013. He kind of had a resurgent year uh, a couple of seasons back. But nowadays, I hate to say it, nowadays he's he's basically spare parts. You know, he's surely Ponce de Leon and some of these other guys would, would stand better because I feel pretty confident in saying you're probably not going to carry Watka on, on your postseason roster. You just not. I I can't see any situation where that would even be considered logical. Uh, well, let me tell you what. Instead of complaining about Waka, let's talk about somebody we all know is good and has been excellent since the All Star break, and that's Mister Jack Flaherty. You know what started out at the beginning of the season as a guy that should step up and take his role as the ace. Uh, didn't do so hot the first part of the season. The Cardinals couldn't back him up for any runs. It seemed like any time he went out, he finally figured it out. And as we've talked about, the fastball is sick. The movement is sick. This guy has overpowering stuff, and he is able to do exactly what he needs to do with the strength zone. So he's coming up on his, uh, I believe it's his, Sophomore, it's his sophomore year, so he's coming up on his third year next season. After that, we're going to be taking a look at arbitration. Jack Flaherty is a perfect extension candidate for the Cardinals right now. He's at just the right place in his career where John Mazalak tends to give out these kind of deals. And I would like to see that kind of deal take place this offseason. 
So I asked on Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter, by the way, at Moose Michaels, also at Locked on STL. What does a Jack Flaherty extension look like? Your first option was six years, $90 million. The second option was seven years and $120 million, or as I like to call it, the Matt Holiday deal. These seem kind of exorbitant, you know, exorbitant. I can't talk tonight, but you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, when you take a look at the dollar values, when you take a look at the years, but it's, it's actually very affordable considering uh, what pitchers are making these years. And there was a third option uh, that just said other reply with your answer. Overwhelmingly, people pick the uh, Matt Holiday, the Matt Holiday deal. Seven years, $120 million. And to me, that, that's the one I would choose to. It comes out to an average annual value of $17.1 million a year. Very, very team-friendly in this day and age. Provides uh, Jack with plenty of security. Probably more security than he ever thought he'd ever see. Uh, the, the other one has an average annual value of $15 million a year. Uh, at six years and 90. But I feel like with somebody like Jack, you're going to have to kind of overpower him with that offer. And uh, seven years and $120 million seems to be that sweet spot. Of, of the choices that were on there. Now, we had a couple of replies. Eric R. Miller at Shocker Eric 56 said he would like to see a deal of six years and $165 million. For those keeping count at home, that comes out to a $27.5 million average annual value. He follows that up by saying he's as good as Strasburg when he re-upped. With inflation, it's about the same money. Well worth it, in my honest opinion. Okay. Uh, PG Jockey at PG Jockey said five years, $145 million, which comes out to about $29 million uh, as an average annual value. Now, PG, I see what you're going for there, and, you know, it's, it probably is incredibly worth it. Both those deals, I would say, are the kind of deals that would lure in a, a high-ticket free agent. The problem is, is Flaherty is under team control. So the Cardinals do have some leverage here. No matter what, they still have another four years with Flaherty. And Flaherty doesn't know what's going to happen in those four years. Now, neither do the Cardinals, but it would behoove Flaherty to accept the deal from the Redbirds to get financial security as quickly as he can. And most of the time, these deals seem to be fair. Is he going to take a Carlos Martinez deal? Probably not. The seven years, 120 seems to be what everybody thinks is fair at 52% of the vote. Uh, For me... I believe so, too. Okay, uh, we got a phone call to get to in our next segment. Also, is Jack Flaherty going to win the Cy Young Award? We're going to be talking about that as well. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don't forget to check out Postmates. Download the app on iOS or Android. Use the promo code Locked On, and you will get $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's a, that's a deal exclusive to my listeners right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Download the app on Android or iOS. Use the code Lockdown. You'll get $100 free delivery credit for your first seven days. You can't beat that deal because, of course, Postmates get you whatever you need, whenever you need it, 365 days a year, seven days a week. It is the best way to shop because it means you don't have to shop. 
Postmates, check it out. Download the app again. Promo code locked on, $100 free delivery credit for your first seven days. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Moose Michaels. Rate, review, and subscribe to this show on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. We're in the brand new Himalaya Podcast app as well. And uh, I believe I just saw that we are on iHeartRadio. Don't know if you can hear or not. There's a helicopter flying overhead. That's the way we roll around here, though. So we were talking about Jack Flaherty. What an extension for him look like. For me, seven years, $120 million, very affordable deal nowadays, uh, especially for somebody like Jack Flaherty. Uh, I'm telling you, this guy has been lights out since the end of the All-Star break. Overall for the season, 10-7, and seven, a 2.99 ERA, 29 games started. He's at 168 in a third innings pinched, 196 strikeouts that whip just over one. And he has 4.4 war on the season, wins above replacement. If you don't know what that is, wins above replacement is just uh, how many wins your performance is adding to the team above what the average major league player would do. So he has been a very, very valuable for the Cardinals this season. And, you know, when you take a look at those overall stats, when you take a look at what he's done for this team since the All-Star break, him and Dakota Hudson both, but especially Jack Flaherty, and the way he's been pitching as of late, the way he's been dominating people, there's no way, there's no way that Flaherty isn't in the conversation with the Cy Young. The question is, what kind of... What kind of chances he had to actually win the Cy Young? You know, yesterday I said it'd be a travesty if he didn't win it. I do, I do feel that way, but as I got to thinking about it a little bit more, you know, he's currently ranked 11th overall in Major League Pitching. You know, other guys uh, still, still ahead of him. He's got his work cut out for him. And if you have to take the total body of work of the season, which of course you do, I don't know that he's going to be that guy. I really don't. Uh, now, could he get a top five finish, a top three finish? Sure. Do I think he deserves to win it? 
absolutely. He absolutely deserves to win it because he has been pitching out of his mind. He's the best pitcher in baseball at the moment. No reason that Jack Flaherty couldn't be the Cy Young winner this year. Bring it back home to the Cardinals. I don't think they've had one since Chris Carpenter anyway. Uh, this is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Our phone number, yeah, we got a voicemail phone line, 615-499-6690. I'd like to hear from you. Let me know your thoughts on the show. I'd like to know your thoughts on uh, exactly how you think the season's going, you know, or anything that's on your mind. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's jump to the phone line here, our voicemail phone line. Oh, we need the appropriate music. Ah, there we go. Something corny. Hey, Moose, how's it going, man? Hey, this is uh, Braxton Wheeler here in Rural, Virginia, a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. So I have a little bit uh, on a little bit of both of the things that you mentioned, talking about with Jack Flaherty, thoughts on him and what the lineup would look like, or just some thoughts on anything like that. So I have, I have a couple questions for you. So... The first one is, is definitely going to have to be um, what, you know, Jack Flaherty, how amazing he has been, and Dakota Hudson, you know, Jack Flaherty only being 23, Dakota Hudson only being uh, 24 years old. <clears throat> they have not seen postseason play yet, and it looks like there's a good chance that uh, we should hopefully, if we take care of business, run away with this division and face the Atlanta Braves and the NLDS. Now, of course, Jack Flaherty would be the game one starter, and I, I'm assuming we put um, Dakota Hudson there in game two, or he's definitely our second best starter. What's your thoughts? How... How much confidence do you have in Jack Flaherty and Dakota Hudson with them being so young? Do you think, you know, you see Jack Flaherty post a lot on Instagram, says like hashtag don't think. It almost seems like Jack Flaherty's attitude. He doesn't really think too hard about that stuff. So maybe they'd be fine in the rotation or maybe they'd be fine in the postseason. Excuse me. So I just want your thoughts on that. Uh, how, do you, how do you think they're going to handle the pressure? And also, I want you to, you know, we're playing game one of the NLDS tomorrow at the Atlanta Braves. What would your starting nine of the, of the lineup be? I'll give you mine real quick, and it's pretty much the everyday lineup. Uh, Dexter in right field, Colton Wong at second base, Goldie Betting third at first base, Azuna fourth left field, Young fifth at shortstop, Molina sixth at catching, uh, catching, and Tommy Edmond at third base, Betting uh, seventh, and Bader uh, playing center field, of course. So that would be my lineup, and of course the, the pitcher spot. But I, I want you to get your thoughts on uh, Matt Carpenter's been playing really well lately. Um, if the NLDS were to start tomorrow, who would you put at third base? Would you put would you put Matt Carpenter, who's had some experience, has had you know he's been with the the team for a long time, or would you put a guy like Tommy Edmond out there? Um, a lot of these guys in the lineup, you know, haven't necessarily seen tons of postseason play, I guess, especially when it comes to pitching. And of course, we have Adam Wainwright, he's had a bunch of uh, guys like that. But at the same time, how confident are you um, in that starting nine that I mentioned, or what would be your starting nine? And it also could depend on who's pitching for the Braves. But, uh, yeah, I uh, appreciate you. Thanks for thanks for letting us call in, and I uh, hope I can get your answers on that. Thanks, man. Hey, I appreciate you calling in, dude. You can call in, too, 615-499-6690. Uh, so to answer your uh, questions, my man, uh, Jack Flaherty, game one starter, absolutely. Dakota Hudson, game two, yes. Michaelis, number three. Uh, I guess what I would say to you is what other choices do you have? You're not going to put Michael Wadka out there. And as much as I love Wayno, he's not going to start uh, the series off for you. As far as confidence in Flaherty and Hudson go, absolute confidence. I think they're heating up at the right time. I think they're absolutely going to kill it uh, when we get to October this year. Now, as far as your lineup goes, I agree with everything you said, except for starting Edmund over Carpenter. 
I'm not saying he doesn't get some starts into October, but but Carpenter's been playing very well as of late. And that bat still speaks loudly. Now, I know Edmonds does too, but I think you got to start Carpenter first to see what you got, and then you go from there. Maybe alternate him out, you know, throughout the game, but I think Carpenter probably does need to get the start. Yeah, there is a lot of unproven talent as far as October goes on this team, whether it's Flaherty, whether it's uh, Bader, all these guys. But the only way you get experience, right, is by actually doing what you got to do to get the experience. That's playing October. So I, I believe this team definitely has it. I think they're peaking again at just the right time. And they're actually going to go into they're actually going to go into October swinging a really really good bat, um, and I also think a lot of a lot of teams are going to underestimate them. You know the Braves, they're probably not going to think that the Cardinals are going to be that big of a threat. I don't know that they've really had to deal much with what Flaherty and Hudson have become. You know the Dodgers, the Cardinals. No one talks about this. The Cardinals swept the Dodgers. Earlier on in the season, there's no reason not to do it again, especially since the Dodgers aren't playing all that great of ball. Uh, same thing with Washington. You know, the Cardinals have handled the Cubs really well. I think anybody that looks at this Cardinals team and doesn't have confidence in what they can do, what the pitching staff can do, probably hasn't been watching what this team has been doing as of late. And you got to remember, the big, big bats still aren't all the way there yet. What if Molina Carp, Goldie Ozuna, all those guys, because when you look at one through seven, that is some crazy good batting when they're all clicking at the same time. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. Uh, again, thanks for the call, man. And if you guys want to chime in, or Braxton, if you want to call back in sometime, 615-499-6690 is the way to do it. All right, uh, Rockies Cardinals coming up later on today. Wonka taking them out against Chichi Gonzalez. I'll be watching. You'll be watching. We'll have a good time doing it, and I will see you tomorrow morning. Rate, review, and subscribe in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.